This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. I love that part of part of the intro. My name is Radio Mike, and this is the inside of my mind. Welcome to the podcast, a podcast called 20th Century Boy, by me, Radio Mike, a young writer and producer from here in Melbourne, Australia, trying to make his way through the rough and tumble of living life, which is sometimes easier than other times. How are ya? I'm pretty good. Sorry, I'm just trying to find... Sorry, guys. I feel like every time I start this podcast, I'm like all over the place. Um, and I am. Like, it is true. I am. Um, welcome. Still in lockdown. I am now double jabbed. Woo! Didn't... I forgot to... Sorry, guys. I'm all over the... As I said, I'm all over the place. I'm double jabbed. Uh, I got my second Pfizer dose. On Thursday, my arm is now not really sore, but uh, for the first few days it was really sore. Everyone get vaccinated so we can continue life. Welcome to the podcast, big show. Um, I've got all the goss on the best TV theme songs later in the show, uh, which is uh, was last week's kind of big thing that I solicited for. Lots of response on that. Uh, hopefully, if I can line it up, special guests later on the show and a few other things. Uh, I'll start off today with uh, by plugging, by doing the plugs, and of course as well by imploring you to do your 360 on the world's only winnable podcast. Do a 360 on the spot right now. If you see me in the flesh, you've won the podcast. Congratulations. No one has done it yet, and it's probably coming up to a year since the podcast has been winnable. So good luck with it. Good luck with winning. Do your 360. Of course, radiomike.com.au slash merch. You can get your grilled crossover merch. I am grilled's unofficial ambassador. Get your grilled merch there, t-shirt and tote bag. Uh, as well as that, you can go to patreon.com slash radio mic. Little as a dollar a month. You can uh, you can get a bonus podcast once every couple of weeks. There will be one this week uh, with me and Pat, the producer of this show. And uh, as well as that, you get a bunch of other bonus stuff. So please... Uh, there's also a discount discount code, Mike, you can't talk today. There's a discount code for merch uh, for Patreons only. So if you're in the Patreon, uh, you can do that. Also the Discord, message me if you want to jump jump into the Radio Mike Discord where you can talk about this show uh, and other topics like music, movies, video games, technology, and etc. Um, lots of people in there, very active, really enjoy it. There's a Patreon exclusive channel as well if you're a patron. And as well as that... This week, I finally, uh, I guess, reactivated the Facebook group for this podcast, which hasn't been active for over a year. Facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy. A lot of people always message me and they're like, hey, I've been trying to get into the Facebook group, but no one's letting me in. Well, the Facebook group is now active again and it will be active uh, for the foreseeable future. So jump in the Facebook group where I'll post news and discussions as well there. No excuse not to be involved in the show. There are so many ways. Facebook group, Discord, my Instagram, radio.mike. Send me a DM, radiomikepod at gmail.com, radiomike.com.au. However you want to get in touch with me, there are so many avenues now. Um, The TikTok, Radio Mike, Pat puts amazing clips from the podcast up there. The YouTube channel, comment on it, whatever. 
get in touch with the show, be a part of it. Um, of course, we start each week with the trivia question of the week. Last week's trivia question, bit of a tricky one, and it has stumped uh, a lot of people, not as many correct guesses. Um, the question was, in the TV series X-Files, classic sci-fi TV series, the two main agents in the show are known as Agents Mulder and Scully. But what are their first name? Two answers came in. What are their first names? Sorry. Two answers came in. One from Radio Gannon Bort. And unfortunately, he only got 50% of the answer correct. Gannon Bort? Hey, Mike. This is Radio Gannon Bort. Um, for the, the trivia question, I only, I'm only confident in 50% of uh, Mulder and Scully. I know Mulder is Fox Mulder. Blanking on Scully. Just couldn't tell you, dude. Um... So I guess uh, get fucked. Um, so yeah, he did get the first one correct, but it was not sufficient enough to get uh, the points for this week because it's only 50% correct. But again, you can't Google the answers and we implore you to uh, send in your answer if you know it 100% or not. If the next person didn't ring in one 800 another way to get in touch with the show with the correct answer... I would have given it to Ganonbort for the most correct answer, right? So it's not just, you don't just call up if you know it, if you're the most correct person. So if no one gets it 100%, I'll choose the most correct person, right? And they will get it, okay? So Ganonbort would have gotten it if not for Radio Lazar. Welcome to the RF, who did get the full thing correct, Lazar. Hey, Mike, it's hey. Radio Lazar calling in for the trivia question. Uh, the answer is Fox Mulder and Dana Scully from the X-Files. So, yeah, um, get fucked, and I'm so in love with you. Goodbye. Yeah, and, and what I like there about Lazar, and congratulations, Lazar, you get the point for this week. Uh, there, there is a prize for whoever has the most points, so always ring in if you know the answer. Um, I noticed that you used the traditional sign-off of the phone calls, which is get fucked, but I did try... Uh, to create a new sign-off that's almost the polar opposite of Get Fucked, which is I Love You. So if you want to sign up, with, sign off your messages in any form with I Love You, that would be the preferable response. I would really appreciate that. But well done. This week's trivia question, ring up 1-800-438-353, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, if you know the answer. This is a tough one. And I actually don't think many people know this. And that's why I think this week most correct will get it. So even if you don't know, even if you're not sure, pick up your phone, dial in that number, just give an answer. You could be the most correct. Here's the question, not pop culture related for the first time in the show's history of this segment. And it's, it's okay, it's a fun, fun worded question. Here it is. We're all scanning a lot of QR codes these days, but what does QR stand for? Oh, I didn't know this, so I Googled it because I was like, what does it actually stand for? Send in your answers. That's this week's trivia question. Maybe some of you know. Maybe some of you know. Maybe some of you are very tech savvy and you know. What does QR stand for in QR code? Let me know. 1-800-438-353. Win the points. Um, I also did ask last week for your best crime stories after my car was broken into. Mr. Green text, occasional Green texts, a mate, occasional uh, contributor to this show. Hey man, just listen to the podcast and I have a very funny similar crime story. 
On Friday night, I had a late night gym sesh. All right, don't have to brag. And went into the sauna afterwards. Finished at like midnight and left everything in the car because I was tired and was going to get it tomorrow. I came back in the morning and couldn't find my gym bag in the car. That's when I noticed my Bluetooth adapter was removed as well as the cords, but it was still there. I still had a drill in the back seat and a boot full of stuff too. So out of everything, someone just stole my stinky wet gym clothes and an aux cable. The bag was half falling apart and was going to replace it soon anyway. So they kind of did me a favor. Ever had a criminal do you a favor? Uh, send it in for next week's show. Thank you, Mr. Greentext. We also had a couple uh, messages I wanted to read out. Uh, Radio Smarty. Welcome to the Radio Family. First ever contribution. Hey, man. And, and this is his words, not mine. Hey, man. Started listening to a podcast and about 50 shy of being up to date. Um, now, he did say he started listening to a podcast. So, I mean, realistically, that could mean any podcast. I assume he is talking about this podcast, but we will never really know. Um, just wanted to send through some retroactive support. I heard about the big poo. Hope you're doing well. Thank you very much, Smarty. And one that I didn't have on the list of things to talk about, but it just came through as I started the show. And I was kind of worried about it when I read the first uh, thing. Here we go. This came through on my Instagram literally just now. So I want to say welcome to the radio family, Radio Tim. And here's what kind of stressed me out. He said, hey, mate. So I started listening to your podcast a couple of weeks ago and just got up to episode 38 of season two and feel like I need to give some real feedback. All the episodes up until this point have been fantastic. We have very similar interests and opinions. I love your take on pop culture and current events and the pacing and jokes are great. But I was absolutely disgusted on your point of view on this episode and and automatically I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh no, I'm cancelled. I'm absolutely cancelled. What did I say in this episode? What was this episode? What have I done? Have I said something offensive? I don't think I say anything too offensive on this show, to be honest. It turns out that episode 38 of season two is actually one of my favorite episodes because that episode is an episode that I also know a lot of other people thought was really good too. The episode is called Who the Hell Starts Celebrating Christmas in November? And the whole point of that episode was me talking about how I hated anyone who starts celebrating Christmas in November And I think it's ridiculous. I love Christmas. I hate Christmas in November. Tim goes on. Christmas should be celebrated at least from December 1st until December 25th. And I think I said it should start at December 14th. If I had my way, well, and Tim is currently typing. This is a live response. If I had it my way, and this is disgusting to me, we would have the Christmas tree up from December 26th until December 25th every year. So Tim is vouching for an all-year Christmas, the worst kind of Christmas. Now, it is currently, on the date of me recording this, the 27th of September 2021. We're heading into October, and you know what always comes after October without fail? November. 
I'm telling you guys, I do not want anyone who listens to this podcast anywhere or doing anything to do with Christmas in November. If you do, you voluntarily have to stop listening to the podcast forever. That's all I'm saying. Now that that's out of the way, uh, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to do something because something amazing has happened, and it's kind of uh, to do with a segment that we haven't done on this show for some time, uh, and it's going to involve a phone call. Hopefully, this person picks up. If they don't, I'm going to be really pissed off at them. I can tell you that much. So I'm just going to connect the iPhone to the roadcaster. All right, I'm going to dial in the number and see how we go. It's ringing. It's ringing. Yo. Hello? Well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Yeah. Together they are the Dave and Mike show. Dave and Mike show. Dave and Mike show. Hey, first episode of 2021, I reckon. I don't think we've done one this year. Welcome to the show, Dave and Mike. <laughs> I thought we'd do our finale, Mike, last, last year, and that was to, you know, go, go out go out on, on a high. And What was the finale? No. We didn't do a finale. I think we have we, had you on this year, actually, because um, you played have, the Everybody Loves Raymond theme on the... Oh, on that's the, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, we, that was the finale, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't remember agreeing to that. <laughs> maybe, no, thought, maybe it was the season finale, which means this is the premiere of season two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think there was going to be season two. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell this story on the podcast and I thought I'd get you on because, um, you know, you're part of this story and I think the listeners would love to hear from it. Okay. So... You know, I reckon about, listeners, this is what happened and this is why Dave's joining us today. Probably about five years ago, um, at a similar time to when I asked you to do a podcast with me and you laughed in my face, right? I didn't laugh. I I actually didn't want to hold you back. Actually, I think this may have happened at Nonna's house on the same day. What What did you talk me into doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, um, so crypto was on the rise at that time. Yeah. 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 And, and Bitcoin, I think, was uh, out of our reach. So uh, at, at this point in time, we'd missed the boat on Bitcoin. Bitcoin, or we mm. thought we did, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Dave, and, Dave commonly uh, thinks of get-rich-quick schemes, don't you, Dave? Yeah, yeah. That's and, why you've got. This, that's why you've got so many houses. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think at the time, Ripple uh, was an upcoming uh, crypto that was quite cheap at the time, mm-hmm. and you, we could see the trend was you know going in the right direction. Yeah. And I thought time to jump on board while we've got the opportunity. So and so uh, just and to get clear in the game. Up, yeah. So just to clear out, Ripple, which is. Uh, is it XRP is the XRP, XRP. XRP is the, the code. Ripple is another uh, cryptocurrency. And, you know, Dave was going, one of these cryptos is going to pop and it's going to yeah. be Ripple. Now, in retrospect, yeah. we can see that you were wrong 
And it, it was, we probably would have been better off then going for Ethereum, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably true. And, and, and we, yep. I think about a week after we invested, it just took a real big hit and, yeah. and we basically but, lost all of our money. But, but on that day that we, we did it, right? Yeah. You, me and you became sworn Ripple brothers. Um, That's and, right. And yeah. we vowed that one day we would get rich off our Ripple, True. right? Yeah, yeah. Now, it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. Like, eventually, we'll get rich off Ripple. And for the past five years, we continued to watch the price of Ripple just decline. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. now, and, like, you know, I on, I was only working part-time at this point in my life, so I only actually invested $100. Now, we won't say how much you invested. Let's just say... <laughs> Let's just say for every dollar I invested, Dave invested $10. Let's just say that without giving it away. <laughs> and for, for every year, we, every week really, we've checked the Ripple dollar price and we've eventually yeah. we just decided, all right, we've lost our money. It's not going back yeah. up. Yeah. Now, yeah. As you know, crypto has been booming lately and I... And, as of about three weeks ago, we officially made money off our Ripple. Round of applause. Uh, we... <laughs> so, so three weeks ago, I checked the Ripple prices and all of crypto was growing. All of crypto was going up. And yeah. my $100 that I invested was now worth $106. I'd turned a $6 profit, <laughs> right? Killing it. And I, and I said this to you. And I, so, you, you know, you would have also turned a profit and you yeah, asked me yeah. if I was going to sell and cash out. And I said, nah, cause it's going to keep going up. Yeah. Well, Dave, I checked the price of Ripple today. Today? Yeah. It's 77, How are we doing? $77. <laughs> oh, oh no, it's in, crashed again. As in I've lost, I'm now under, I've now lost money and, uh, again. Yeah, it's crashed again. <laughs> in fact, all, all my crypto's down. I've lost a lot of money. So I do feel like I owe you a hundred dollars at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what I was going to say is, do you want to now, now that we've seen that it is possible to make profit, but it's only yeah. a six dollar profit per, like you know, it's six dollars of profit, it's sixty cents per dollar, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's made a dollar a year almost, right? But do you think <laughs> we should just sell it at the loss now? Or do you, do you have hopes oh. that we'll get back up to the hundred and six dollars? After it dove into the ground, I was pretty. I was. Uh, I think I'd written off that money. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, so, I think now it's just the waiting game to get rich, right? Well, we, we did wait five years to get six dollars. What's another fifty? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're so. Am I reading you correctly? Are we holding? We're holding. We're right. holding. Well, yeah. that, guys, that's another episode of... <laughs> well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Dave and Mike Show. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Thanks for joining me, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. And, and sign off with how we always sign off. Ripple Brothers for life. We always sign off. <laughs> yeah, Ripple Brothers for life. Say it. Okay. Ripple Brothers for life. And then 
cousins in blood, brothers in ripple. <laughs> oh, God. That's, a good, that's hey, actually pretty good. All right, cousins in blood, brothers in ripple. You don't want to say that? No, I'm good, mate. All right. See you, <laughs> Dave. Bye. There you go, guys. Ripple Brothers for Life. I encourage everyone to invest $100 in Ripple and just go along. Well, yeah, it, go along for, with us in the ride. Um, so actually, inve- just buy one Ripple, which is worth $77 at the moment, I think. Oh, Dave's calling back. Hello, Ripple Brother. How are you? <laughs> this guy, how are you? Good. I'm, I'm still recording the podcast. Is this, <laughs> is this you calling me to be like, don't use that on the podcast? <laughs> Yeah, don't use that on the podcast. Why, why Are not? you still doing it? Are you still um? Are we still doing a show? Yeah, this is this is currently what's currently happening is going on the podcast. <laughs> How do you even have listeners? I don't know. They like you. They're gonna be. This is this is gonna surprise them. They're gonna be really happy about this. Uh, okay. okay. All right. I've just encouraged no. the listeners to get on and buy a ripple. So they can be oh, in, no. be in on the ride with us. Hey, hey, could that could that change the the way you know? Could that change how uh, the impact of Ripple? Could we get actually, more people yeah, into could, it? Could, <laughs> <laughs> if everyone buys one Ripple at one dollar above the asking price, it yeah. probably will just slowly yeah. sh- would do a GameStop. A GameStop thing. Perfect, man. This is where you come and come to the party and shine. Like I, I got us in to the yeah. crypto world. Now yeah, I'm going to make us you. rich. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you want to be, if you do want to be part of the Ripple Brothers, get on board. Um, I'll put <laughs> I'll put Dave's number in the description of the podcast so you can ask him for any investing advice. See you, Dave. <laughs> I'll, I'll call you later off the show. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. See you, mate. See ya. Bye. Uh, yeah, jump on board the Ripple Brothers initiative. I would really love to see you there. Um, okay, over the weekend was the AFL Grand Final, uh, Melbourne versus the Western Bulldogs. And this is, you know, this is, I don't talk about sports much on this show. Never been a huge sports guy. But what I've realised is that, and this is a bombshell, like people are going to like freak out about this. I'm pretty sure I love footy. I love AFL. I think it's such an engaging sport to watch and I love it. And what I have decided is like, I've been doing a lot of thinking and what I've decided is, and maybe I'll tag the AFL in this. Um, and I have, I did once get onto an AFL memes page uh, with a, with a small clip I made, um, which was crazy. But what I've realized is what I've decided is 2022 is the year that I get really into footy. I've decided it already. I want to get really into footy next year. Next year's going to be Mike's year of footy. Mike's big year of footy. And what I'm going to what I'm going to say is um in terms when, when it comes to uh footy, I I've never really been really uh interested in a particular team. So if you are a footy person, if you love the AFL, this is Prick your ears up here. I'm sure there are some listeners that really like footy. I, when I was growing up, my dad, who is pretty into footy, supported Carlton, the Carlton Blues, and my mum and her side of the family supported Essendon, the Essendon Bombers. So I kind of just inherited Essendon, the team. But I've never been like too 
Patriotic's obviously the wrong word, but I'm, I guess you'll get the connotation. I've never been too into the team. Um, and over the last like 10 years, like I've been like, well, I never really chose Essendon. I was just like a kid whose parent, whose mum went for Essendon. And now I go for Essendon. And when people ask me, what team do you go for? I just say that I go for Essendon, even though I don't really care much for Essendon. It's just like the answer I give. Now here's, I'm sure some of you see where this is going. And I know this is really, really bad in footy world, but is it wrong to change teams? Because I don't even care much about Essendon and I want to have a team that I rally behind and get behind and love, right? And part of me is like, yeah, it could be Essendon. Like I currently live in Kensington, which like geographically I guess is close-ish to Essendon and, and surrounding suburbs. It's also close to North Melbourne. Uh, it's also close to uh, Footscray, so the Western Bulldogs. And I guess if I had to choose a team that I want to go for outside of Essendon, the two that I really like and have always really liked are Richmond. I love Richmond, the suburb. So Richmond is a team I'd love to go for, Richmond Tigers, or um, Footscray Western Bulldogs, right? Those are the two teams that I always have really enjoyed. So I'm like, can I, can I just pick a team? Like, can I just pick a new team and be like, now as an adult, I support this team. So I guess I'm going to put it out there. What do you think? Convince me to support your team. Or if you're an Essendon supporter, convince me to stay with Essendon. Or if you're a player, if you play for Essendon or know someone who plays for Essendon, keep me, talk me into staying with Essendon as my team. But I'm telling you, next year, 2022, whether I'm supporting Essendon, Richmond or the Bulldogs, I haven't decided yet, it is going to be Mike's big year of footy. I am getting into footy. Convince me to support Essendon. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to I'm going to talk, try and talk to an Essendon diehard, a Bulldogs diehard and a Richmond diehard. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so if you're into footy, send me messages. I'm sure people will be really annoyed about this, but do I have to be loyal to Essendon? Is Essendon worth supporting? Seems like they're kind of hit and miss these days. They last won a grand final in the year 2000. Anyway, footy fans, let me know. Couple more things to do on the show before we get to t- best ever TV themes. The first one is I realized I had a lot of success this year with grilled, um, marketing for grilled, promoting grilled burgers, promoting their products, being an ambassador for grilled. Um, and you know, that's resulted in a lot of traction. So what I've decided to do on the show is what I'm going to call unsolicited ads for products Mike likes unsolicited products for ads that I like. And there's a lot of products that I really, really like. There are a lot of products that I really like. And, and, and the reason I'm doing ads for them is not to not necessarily to sell them to you, but more because I guess I'm not getting proper sponsorships on the podcast and I don't know how to go about that. So, and, and sponsorships lead to money. So I guess what I'm going to do is advertise products on the podcast for free and then send them to the people whose products I'm advertising for and be like, Hey, I've done some advertising for you. Did you want to transfer me some money? So it's like me doing the work in advance to hopefully get paid later. Right. I mean like, Hey, here's the ad. You didn't ask for it, but here's your ad. 
can I get some money? And this product today is one of my favorite products of all time. And the product is, and I don't know if it's available internationally, so international listeners, sorry, but Australian listeners, it's the Kinder Bueno Bar. The Kinder Bueno Bar, now this is the milk chocolate variety. They also have white chocolate, which is my preference, but the milk is also very good. Now the Kinder Bueno Bar is like a wafery, uh, soft chocolate ooze filled biscuit kind of thing. There's nothing else quite like it on the market from what I can see. And honestly, and I'm going to open it up right now and show it to you. To me, it is undoubtedly my favorite chocolate bar treat. There is no chocolate bar I would prefer than a Kinder Bueno bar. Comes in these four little squares. You pick them apart and I'm going to eat one now and listen listen to me while I actually eat this. Mmm. Oh, yum. This is really nice. It is an amazing product. The Kinder Bueno bar. And they're usually max $2 or if they're on sale, generally $1, right? Amazing treat for the middle of the day. Really beautiful chocolate, kinder chocolate, surpasses all the rest. Highly recommend that you, the listener of this podcast, pick up a Kinder Bueno bar. End of ad. Now we send this to Kinder Australia and we try and get them to pay us for doing that endorsement. I do really like the Kinder Bueno bar though. Please pick one up. If there's a product that you like that you want me to do an unsolicited ad for, and then we can send it on to the person who owns that product for money, send it to me. I'd love to do more of these. A lot of people have been asking for my thoughts on the upcoming Super Mario Bros. animation animated film. Um, and I will give them to you here. Um, so they so they announced the main cast for the Super Mario Bros. film, which is being produced or developed by Illumination, which is the same studio that makes the Despicable Me movies, which um, I've seen a couple of. They're okay. The animation is great, though. So I think um, it's certainly a, a good choice of animation studio. This is not the first adaptation of Super Mario Bros. into film. There was a live-action Super Mario Bros. film in the, I want to say, early 90s that is commonly known as one of the worst uh, films of all time, uh, if not the worst uh, video game adaptation film of all time. It was an absolute blunder. The cast and crew all hated working on it. Um, And uh, for a long time, Nintendo shied away from doing film adaptations of their intellectual property because of the the lack of success of that film. It was a bizarre film. Go and watch it. It's crazy. So I think doing an animated film is probably the best way to capture the spirit of the Super Mario franchise. You know, having them match their in-game appearances and having the world as vibrant and colourful uh, and wacky as it is, I think will be really, really good. One of the things, though... Uh, that that's recently happened is the announcement of the main cast. And here's uh, here are the main cast members, if you're familiar with the characters. So Mario's voice actor is Chris Pratt. And uh, Bowser, the villain, his voice actor is Jack Black. 
And uh, the most other interesting one that I actually really liked is Donkey Kong's voice actor is going to be Seth Rogen. Now, the first thing about this that's interesting is that Mario in the Mario games never really talks in full sentences. He just kind of has his basic like, yippee, woohoo, like that kind of voice. So what I think is going to be jarring about this first and foremost is these characters don't normally talk um, in sentences. It's going to be weird to hear Chris Pratt doing probably not a Mario game voice um, and a different kind of voice on Mario. Same with Bowser, same with Donkey Kong. Except I do think Seth Rogen really fits Donkey Kong very, very well. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I a few things about this. First of all, none of these actors or voice actors are, um, well, they're all like A, A-grade celebrities. Like Jack Black, Chris Pratt, Seth Rogen, they're huge celebrities and they're not going to be doing this movie cheaply, which to me is a good thing because it suggests that Nintendo... Um, is funneling a lot of money into this to help it become a success and getting... But I guess the the downside of that is that also um, A-list actors draw a crowd, so maybe they're not confident about the movie but know that they'll get people seeing it because of these actors being in it. Um, Either way, it's interesting to see. I don't think this movie is going to be good. I think it's going to be too jarring. That being said, um, I... I mean, do I trust Nintendo to do a good adaptation of uh, Super Mario? Like, I feel like they want it to be good based on the failures of the 90s Mario movie. I feel like they're going to want to put a lot of effort and thought into it um, and put a lot of money into it. And um, I'm pretty sure uh, Miyamoto, the creator of Mario, is consulting on it and is, um, you know, a producer on the movie, which I think is important because he'll make sure the creative vision of the games is reflected. I think there'll be a lot of Easter eggs and little nods to different games and series uh, in the movie, which I think it'll be good. Whether it'll be a good standalone film, I don't know. I'll definitely see it and do a lot of content around it when it comes out next year. What I do think is good about it is that Donkey Kong's in it, as well as Cranky Kong. You'll know who both those characters are if you've listened to this podcast for a long time because I think it's good that they're expanding um, the world of Mario and including Donkey Kong, which is part of the Mario world. But I think it's cool that Donkey Kong's going to be in it. I think that's a really smart decision um, to just get a lot of appeal around the movie. I'm really interested in seeing it. I don't have high hopes for it. That being said, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has really grown on me uh, over thinking about it over the last few years. So who knows? It could be really good. I'm interested to hear more news. I'd love to see a trailer soon. Um, So let's wait and see. I'd love to know your thoughts as well, whether you think it's going to be good or shit. Um, Let me know. Okay, on to the main theme of this podcast where I asked you guys to send in your favourite TV theme songs Uh, because last week we were talking about the best ever sitcoms. Now I'm talking about TV show theme songs, which I think play a huge part in like the branding and the imaging and the the presentation of a show. Like the theme of the show can be really reflected in a good theme song. One of the show that I think does it best that I didn't mention last week was uh, the TV show Misfits, which was a British um, sort of teen comedy series about a group of young offenders who are doing community service and get superpowers. And it's set in London. It's a really grey and grungy kind of London setting Um, and a really bleak kind of 
uh, philosophy behind the show. Like it's very uh, reductive and it's very like people die all the time in it without much thought being put into their death. Uh, I think the theme song really aptly suits the show, the setting and everything about it. I think it's just like those really spiky sounding guitars and um, the, the kind of ominous mystery about it. It really works for the show, I think. Um, and the really shrill vocals as well in the song, if you know it, are really good. Of course, a classic one of my generation is this one. So the original Pokemon anime theme song, I think is good in so many ways predominantly because it really leans into like the kids cartoon adventure show. Um, it's such a passionate song. It's really well written. It's really fun, but it also does lean into like the cringy anime theme song kind of trope. Like if you've, if you've watched any anime shows, you'll know they always have these really long cringy songs that kind of lean into that like hero story kind of vibe. And I think the Pokemon song most people who grew up in the 90s will know every word to that song. It's a really good theme song. Um, few people wrote in for this. Thank you for writing in. Uh, Radio Sam Kennedy. Welcome to the RF. Hey, Mike. Long time, first time. I have a really eclectic mix of the best TV themes of all time. In no particular order. Number one, Succession. I have not seen this show. Suits the business tycoon elements of the show perfectly and is really catchy. Number two, Daria. Let's hear a bit of the Daria theme, which is a classic. So he says, in a way similar to the Malcolm in the Middle theme, agreed, it's all about teen angst and cynicism. Really captures the feeling of the show. Daria was always a really interesting show because it was on at like 530 on ABC Kids when I was growing up, but it was, the, the humour was really adult. Like it was a pretty adult cartoon and I always felt, didn't really understand or get Daria at all, um, but agree that that theme song is iconic. Everyone used to sing it. Number three, Codename Kids Next Door. Always got me amped to watch the show as a kid and makes the list for this reason. And then number four, which is one that I couldn't agree more with, Bojack Horseman. Fantastic show. If you haven't seen it, you should. A theme that can't be skipped no matter how many times you've heard it. Both the opening and the closing theme are great. He also says honourable mentions to Park and Re- Parks and Rec, Mad Men and The Sopranos. Agree with Bojack. That let, Let's just hear the Bojack intro theme. Love the sax. Uh, there's a podcast called Song Exploder where artists explain how they came up with their songs in great detail. And um, the composer of the Bojack Horseman theme does say that the saxophone at the end was inspired by Lisa Simpson's saxophone solo in the Simpsons theme song, which I think is great. And of course, uh, the song that plays at the end credits of every episode of, of Bojack Horseman. Back in the 90s, I was in a very famous TV show. Um, which is sung by a band called Group Love, who is a who is a really cool band. Um, it all really fits the tone of the show, what the show is about, um, especially that last song, which is literally describing the plot 
of BoJack Horseman's life, which was that in the 90s he was in a very famous sitcom. Um, but yeah, even the grimy, like, saxophone of the intro, it's, it's really, uh, it, it really fits into me with the, um, with, with the, I don't know, the show's really, like, depressing and it's about celebrity culture and, like, sleazy drug culture and all of that. I think that fits really well. Love it. Um, Radio Christina with a K regular contributor to the show. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Hers is also great. To chuck my two cents in, the Mandalorian theme is arguably one of the best, most recent themes with the bass recorder. It's just bloody cool. Not that I watched it, but Game of Thrones is iconic. Series of unfortunate events as they changed every intro to reflect the last and upcoming episode. That's true. I should have got a grab of the series of Unfortunate Events show with Neil Patrick Harris. That's a great theme. Um, I, I love that theme. Uh, Big Mouth and Phineas and Ferb is still great as well. So Mandalorian, amazing theme. It's a space Western. It really captures that Western vibe, but also has like some kind of sci-fi sounding elements in it as well. And surprisingly with Phineas and Ferb, <clears throat> Lots of people wrote this one in. I have never seen uh, the TV show Phineas and Ferb. I think it's a Disney cartoon. I could be wrong. Um, I did take a listen to the theme. Stick with us, cause Phineas and Ferb are gonna do it all. Cool. That's cool to all the Phineas and Ferb fans out there. Awesome for you. The one thing I did realize immediately when I heard that theme is that that person singing is um, Jarrett Riddick, who is the lead singer of the uh, 90s punk band Bowling for Soup, best known for this song. So that's a little bit of trivia for you. That's him singing that theme song, which I did not know he did. Uh, Also, Radio James Del Tito. Welcome to the RF, man. Thanks for for writing into the show. I appreciate it. He sent in one uh, here which is, and let me just find the grab, there it is. Hey, Mike, was just listening to the results of the sitcom poll and wanted to briefly mention Community. It is definitely, it definitely is of the 2000s to 2010s, but features some performances from people like Donald Glover and Alison Brie and has one of the best theme songs of any show, in my opinion. If you haven't seen it, I definitely would. I have seen all of Community. It is a fantastic show. Here is the theme. I, I love those lyrics. I just realised those lyrics really do fit um, with the theme of the show. I can't count the reasons I, I should stay one by one. They all just fade away because the show is about a group of people at a crazy community college that is just getting wackier and wackier every season. So that kind of really does fit with the theme of the show. A lot of people uh, sent in a lot of songs. So I'm going to rush through them. I do want to give all of these kind of their chance to shine. And I do want people to continue sending them in um, because there's there's lots of really, really good ones here. Um, the first one from Anonymous, Round the Twist. Have you ever, ever thought like this? How strange things happen? Are you going round the twist? I don't know if, um, <clears throat> if international people know. This was an Australian kids show based on a book series by Paul Jennings, I think. And, uh, that theme song people used to sing at school all the time. It's very nostalgic to hear this. Had uh, Radio Zach Briffer, 
<clears throat> he says his favourite theme is the Big Brother Australia theme, which I think is a meme. But I got to admit, the theme song to Big Brother Australia is an absolute banger. Love the that techno vibes. Uh, another one uh, from Liz. She said Phineas and Ferb. Pat, producer of this show. Welcome to the Radio Family again, Radio Pat. His is uh, the theme to That 70s Show. And yeah, I think that's a really good one as well. It really captures the spirit of that show. Jane, Radio Jane, welcome to the Radio Family. She uh, said that her favourite is the theme song to Cheers, a sitcom that I've never seen, but a very iconic theme song. You wanna go where everybody knows your name. This has been parodied several times, uh, including in The Simpsons, if you've seen the Flaming Moe's episode. Happiness is just a flaming moe away. And of course, if you're a fan of another sitcom, How I Met Your Mother, this is also uh, the theme song to the bar they make called Puzzles is uh, a reference to the Cheers theme as well. Puzzles is a place where everyone feels at home. And we bang chicks and Ted's room. <laughs> okay, we also had Lewis write in his favourite theme song is the theme to Parks and Recreation. He said it totally fits what that show is, and I completely agree with this one as well. And that song really does have, like, a park ranger kind of feel to it, or, you know, like, a I don't know, it, it has a park feel to it. I don't know why. Is that a weird thing to say? It has a park feel to it. Sam Garlep, friend of the show, he said his favourite TV theme is the theme to M.A.S.H. The theme song to MASH, so MASH is a very, I feel like a lot of Aussie kids will have mixed feelings about MASH because it was on Channel 10 at 5.30 on weeknights um, and went into The Simpsons at 6pm. So generally when you were watching, when you were sitting down to get ready to watch The Simpsons at 6pm after school, you'd catch the last five minutes of MASH. See, that theme song is ingrained in every 90s kid's mind um but I never got mash as a kid I just didn't understand what it was about so I never really liked it at all my dad really liked it um a lot of people writing in saying the theme to the OC which is um California here we come iconic piano riff California here we come right back where we start really really good opening I've never seen the OC but I do love that song and the theme song uh, to Breaking Bad was another one that was brought up a lot. I love the simplicity of this. It has like tones of like murky, weird behavior, like off behavior, but it also kind of sounds like a chemistry kind of vibe, which is, you know, he's a chemistry teacher. Drug, making drugs is all about chemistry. Like, I, I, I don't know. I get those kind of vibes from it, which I really like. We also have uh, a few people saying the theme song to Freaks and Geeks, um, a really great old TV series that has um, Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother, Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco, and a bunch of other actors who ended up being really big. That theme is Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. 
And I think uh, that really suits like this, it's a high school show. It's all about like popularity and fitting in and stuff. So that bad reputation vibe, I do think suits really well. James Emerson says the theme to Smallville, that Superman show with Tom Welling. Somebody Oh, faded out really quickly. I kind of agree with that one too. Um, Somebody save me, Superman, you know. And a lot of people saying the theme song to Arthur. And I say, Definitely love that theme song. I think that's one of the best kids show theme songs. Um, a couple more from me that I didn't mention. I didn't mention any um, animated sitcoms. Love the Bob's Burgers theme. I think it's really simple and it just fits the tone of the show really well. It's really innocent. Great theme there. And of course, one of my favorites of all time, the theme song to Futurama. I think this one really, again, fits with the uh, sci-fi, wacky kind of Neo feel. And, and yeah, I really enjoy that one. And two of my favorites of all time. Uh, first of all, Summer Heights High. Chris Lilly's Summer Heights High. One of my favorite comedy shows of all time. What I love about the Summer Heights High theme is that it sounds like the people singing and the instruments and the uh, the um cymbals sounds like it could be a school orchestra and obviously the show is about a high school. And the other thing I really enjoy about Chris Lilly's themes, which he writes and composes himself, is um he always, uh, generally he works them into the show um somehow. So the theme song to Summer Heights High ends up actually being a variation of the song Bummer Heights High that Mr. G writes for his musical. When girls take drugs and then they you hear die, it. Who would have thought it's a And then it goes Bummer Heights High, Summer Heights High. Anyway, I'm not gonna illustrate it for you, but I really like that. Um and his other show, Angry Boys, I love the theme to that. Very similar vibes. He also works that into... I, I like how he works them into the... The theme songs end up being part of the world themselves in the end, and it's kind of this little, like, Easter egg. Um, he also works this theme into Angry Boys uh, with a song that I won't play on the show, but uh, he does that too. And, of course, uh, finally, I did a lot of thinking about the best TV theme of all time, and what I realised is it's been right, of, right in front of me my whole life. Because what I have actually come to realise, and I think people will agree with me when I demonstrate, and I'm going to put my headphones on because I want to listen to this uh, while I play it with really good audio. What I've realised is that the best TV show theme of all time is not, you know, it's not Breaking Bad, it's not Seinfeld, it's not Parks and Recreation. The best TV theme song of all time is in fact, and hear me out on this, it is, in fact, the theme song to the children's TV show, Yu-Gi-Oh! Hear me out. Listen to this theme song, which may or may not be the most epic song, not just in terms of TV theme songs, 
This might be one of the best songs ever written, full stop. Let's have a listen. Already, sorry, and I should fix it. Already, <laughs> ominous tones, Egyptian kind of vibes. It's an Egyptian sort of themed show. Let's continue with it. Chimes. And then we think, oh, well, what's going to happen? Oh, what? We're suddenly in this like hip hop rock kind of thing. We go into this like aggressive kind of mode, right? Now already we've we've had slow Egyptian opening, aggressive hip hop beat, and now we're in this like epic film score territory. You might think it's nearly over. It's not. We get about halfway through, and this happens. Your move, this sh- chugging bassline. It's time to one of the best moments in TV history. How epic is this? Play this behind any any film action moment. We're back to ominous with the chimes. Right? We've been on an adventure. We started here. We've gone up. We're back down. We're back ominous. And that foreboding. And of course, the time to. They don't make theme songs like that anywhere else. Let's see. Ominous opening. What's going to happen? And then. Your move, your move, your move, your move, your move, your move. Name of the show. Amazing. Guys, I had to say it. That is the best TV theme song of all time. Keep sending in your favourite TV theme songs. I'd really like to hear them and play them. If you didn't hear yours today, let me know what your favourites are. Um, That is about all we have time for. Let's very quickly... It's been a long episode this week. Let's very quickly do this. The plug! Okay. Uh, this podcast, the YouTube channel, patreon.com slash Radio Mike, little as a dollar a month. We'd love your support there. Really helps go a long way to paying Pat. Um, there's a bunch of new projects in, in the works. We want to be able to pay Pat to do them because he does such an amazing job with everything he does. So $1 a month can go a really long way. The merch at radiomike.com.au slash merch. Um, and as well as that, the YouTube channel, hit subscribe, check out some of my other stuff. Uh... Harry Potter and the Boys still on hiatus. Thank you very much for waiting. I did it. Oh, sorry, I did do a new uh, bonus episode where I talked about the new uh, Fantastic Beasts movie, which is going to be called Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Go and listen to that if you're into Harry Potter. That's up there on the Harry Potter and the Boys feed. Mike Talks is coming back in a new and exciting way after lockdown. Um, Look, that's pretty much it. Radio.mic. Check out my TikTok as well. Subscribe there if you're on TikTok. Check out some of my vids there. Um, and get in touch with me. RadioMikePod at gmail.com. Radio.mic on Insta. 1-800-438-353. That's pretty much it. Guys, my name's been Radio Mike. This podcast has been the inside of my mind. William Kennedy, finish your farm project, mate. I'll see you guys next week. Video exclusive thing on the YouTube happening right now. See you later.
This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com. <laughs>